Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message. We hope that it's encouraging and helpful to you no matter where you are on your journey of faith. We at Hope Church want everyone to have a chance to experience the rich love of Jesus. We are inclusive and affirming towards everyone. And if you're looking for a place to experience a caring Christian community, we would love to have you to visit. You can go to hopechurchrc.org to connect with us. Thanks again for listening. Amen. Can we just love on God for a minute? Can we just tell God uh, thank you? Can we just, just, just stand on your feet and just, just tell him thank you? Let us all stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. And let's. I, I, I don't care. Can y'all, y'all hear me pretty good? Y'all hear me? But one thing I come to understand about just being saved is just having the ultimate relationship with God. Just being able to just think back. I always tell people it ain't even got to go back to a week. It ain't got to be a year. But it could be right now, just thanking God for what he's done in your life. God, where you where you brought me from to where I'm at now. So I always tell people it's so important to tell God thank you. So uh, I'm going to just give everybody, I don't care, you can close your eyes, you can walk around in circles, whatever you want to do right now. Just, just, just take a little minute and just worship with God and just tell God, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, we, we just thank you right now, Heavenly Father. Lord, we thank you, O Heavenly Father, just for waking us up this morning, O Heavenly Father. We thank you, O Heavenly Father, how you looked over our family, O Heavenly Father, our, our loved ones, O Heavenly Father, and we're still here, O Heavenly Father. Lord, it could have been another way, O Heavenly Father. Our life could have went another way, Lord, but you see fit, O Heavenly Father, to bring us to your marvelous light, O Heavenly Father, to wake us up and start another day, O Heavenly Father, against another chance. Oh, Heavenly Father, to do things right, oh, Heavenly Father. So, Lord, we thank you right now, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, we, we thank you for the healing of our body, oh, Heavenly Father. Some might be going through right now, oh, Heavenly Father. But, Lord, we thank you because you got all power in your hand. And we're going to count it done in the name of Jesus, oh, Heavenly Father. We thank you, oh, Heavenly Father, because some of our family members might be going through, oh, Heavenly Father. But, Lord, we thank you right now, oh, Heavenly Father. And we're going to claim it in advance. And we're going to stand on your word that it's done in Jesus' name, oh, Heavenly Father. Father, thank you, O Heavenly Father. Thank you most of all for life, O Heavenly Father. Thank you for our life, O Heavenly Father. Thank you for just being able to breathe the breath, the the air, O Heavenly Father. We thank you right now, O Heavenly Father, and we just give you all the praise, honor, and glory, O Heavenly Father. Lord, we love you and I adore you. And that's why I'm not a singer, and I and and y'all that know me, y'all know I don't have a voice that. You know, people might tell me to sing. I'm just one of them that try to do what this said the Lord. I just want to sing this one song. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank Let's say that one more time. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank 
you Because you've been so good. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Because you've been so good. Oh, thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, I just want to thank God for just being here today. Y'all may be seated. I'm not going to be before you long. If you know me, I don't preach long. Because sometimes they say it don't take long just to get your point across. <laughs> Amen. But I just want to thank God for being here today. I thank God for uh, Pastor Chapel just inviting me out once again. Amen. And I just want to thank him and his wife, you know, a lovely couple. And I just want to say y'all keep doing what you're doing because, like I say, I just know and I got some of my uh, old church family. We started out small. We started out the Legion Hut. And I always tell people, look what God has done. You know, got a, they got a. Uh, building that's debt-free, amen, so, you know, I always tell people, always keep your trust in God, because he's able, somebody say he's able, amen, I just thank God for uh, my wife, she's not here today, my, I don't know, well, some of y'all know that Carlos, he played ball, he ended up getting hurt, so she wanted to make sure to fly out, and you know how mama is, mama wanted to make sure the kid's okay, so uh, she flew out there, made sure that he had surgery, and Everything's going to be good with him, and everything went well. So he's doing good, and, and uh, mentally and physically he's doing good. So praise God. And I uh, just want to thank God for my mama and my dad being here today. Amen. Amen. Praise God. They said they were going to come, and my sister, and uh, my brother-in-law, my father-in-law, cousins. Appreciate y'all. just want to say it does the heart good to see you got a little support. Amen. Amen. Praise God. But. Yeah, and uh, Monica, she was so nervous. She was like, I ain't no get to hear you preach. And she was worried about live streaming, all this and that. And trust me, if you know my wife, she always wants me to be perfect. I don't care. That's why I'm in a suit. That's why I got a tie on. Cause I, I'm just the type of person, like you said, I, I could have came in my jeans and my slacks. But she always tell me, no, you got to dress. You got to dress. I want you to dress. You know, put you something nice on. But praise God, I love my wife. She's, she's my ace. I, I, I tell people, you know, mm. you just don't know when you got something good. You know, when you really got somebody. I, I told my daughter the other day, and I'm going to get to the message. I told my daughter the other day, I was like, and they was talking about being in love. You know how young people, you know, being in love, this and that. And, and they was talking about how do you know that you're in love with that person? How do you know you want to spend, you know, your life with that person? I said, one way you, you can tell is when you know that person got your back. That's deep. That's deep. No matter a financial sickness or whatever, and when you're dating, you got to be able to see that before you get married, that that person loves you no matter what. You can call them, oh, I left my keys. Oh, I'll be there. You got to make sure that somebody got your back. And that's one thing I know about my beautiful wife, Monica. No matter what, 
She got my back. Amen. Amen. That's how I was able, if y'all see my tie, my tie a little wrinkle. It's because the iron went out and I couldn't finish pressing my tie. I just, I chose this tie. But if Monica would have been here, she'd be like, you can't wear that tie. You know, so, so Monica, if you see this, I got away with wearing this tie. Amen. Amen. But I ain't no be for you long. If y'all will, uh, and I'm going to butt my coat because I'm telling y'all I'm country and I don't, I might come out of this coat, so. Y'all just excuse me. But if you will, turn your Bible to Daniel chapter 1. And I'm going to read. It's going to be a little lengthy. Amen. I'm going to read verses 1 through 15. Amen. And it reads, in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The Lord delivered uh, Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into the hands, along with some of his articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, the chief of the court officials, to bring into the king, to bring into the king's service some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility, young men without any physical defects, handsome, sharing attitudes for every kind of learning, well informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language, and the literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to train for, the, they was to train for three years, and after that, they were to enter the kingdom, king's service. Among those who were, were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them a new name. To Daniel, the name Belshazzar. To Hananiah, Shadrach. To Michelle, uh, Meshach, and Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel resolved not. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now God had caught had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. Won't God intervene? But, but the official told Daniel, I'm afraid, my Lord, the king who has assigned you food and drink, why should he see you looking worse than the other young men of your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Then Daniel said to the guard, whom the chief official has appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servant for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with the young men who eat the royal food and treat your, servant, your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to, the, to this and tested them for ten days. At the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier, brighter, better nourished than any other young man who ate the royal food. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. Amen. 
And if I had a thought or a subject, it would be keep your mind on God. Amen. Can I get a witness? Keep your mind on God. Yes, I come to understand that the older I get, I have to stay in communication with God. Because uh, through the years, I don't know about you, but I've I been through some things. You know, I've I, 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 I I been through things to where, you know, if it hadn't, I don't know about y'all, but you hear that saying, if it had not been for God, who was on what? That side where would I be? Where would I be? I don't know about y'all. If God hadn't been on my side and I had and been in communication with God, I don't know would I be here today. Would, would, would y'all would have come see me pray because I might have did something out of the will of God and it might have been so tragic that y'all be like, nah, I can't, I, I can't go see that man. But anyway, but that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about keeping our mind on God. And uh, so let's go on. Uh, I really don't have a particular scripture, but want to talk about the mindset of Daniel and uh, I keep calling his name. We so used to saying Shadrach, Meshach, and the Beanie Goat, so I'm going to just say that if that's okay with y'all. But uh, I just want to talk about their mindset, you know, just talk about how they kept their mind on God during difficult situations. And uh, just to give you a little backdrop on uh, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and the Beanie Goat, you know, they, they was out of Judah. And, and if some of y'all know, Judah stands for what? Praise. It stands for praise, you know. And uh, so if they was at a place called praise, or either they say praise or praise, it means praise to praise. So I'm going to praise them or uh, already going to what? Praise them, past them. So that means that they was in a place to where they really knew God. They had a close relationship with God. And so they was what? God-fearing. That's, that's what I want to get y'all today. I want to get y'all the way you say, I'm God-fearing. I'm, I'm, I'm God-fearing. And watch this, because some of y'all already God-fearing. Watch this. I don't know about y'all, but being saved, being saved, it makes me think about things. Simple things. Can I, I'm, I'm going to just say this, and y'all... Y'all don't throw me out to the woods when I say certain stuff. Just know that I'm preaching to you. I'm trying to teach you something right now. It's like even when you go into the grocery store and you might see a good-looking man or a good-looking woman, but being God-fearing, you know I got to keep my eyes where? God, I got to keep my eyes right there focused. Focused on what God got me to do because how many of y'all know that the enemy got all kind of traps? And that's what it is. That's why I say God-fearing. Even when you think about, okay, even when you used to drink, can I get a witness? You know, some of y'all go in restaurants, some of y'all, you know, and, and then I, I try to tell people, and I, it's okay to drink. Okay, I, I heard the kids' footsteps coming up through here. Okay, let me help somebody. They say, if I indulge wine. If I just say, me and my wife, you know, we, we're going to celebrate it 26 years, and we just want to have a glass of wine. I don't have no problem with that. Here's the problem that I have. If I indulge in that wine, and I come out of that place, and I'm not the same guy that when I went in that place, then that's when sin crept in. That's why I tell people, you got to understand when, when God-fearing, God-fearing wants you to understand that you're afraid to get yourself in a situation to where you know that God, what, don't like it. Sin. God despises what? Sin. Amen. So let me go on. And then in Proverbs 9 and 10, it says, For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. And y'all going to get this out of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel, that the fear that they had 
for God is one reason that led them up to what they're talking about, how the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, was looking for some nice-looking men that had no birth defects, and they could, knew, they could learn very well, and they was well-informed, and they was quick to understand and qualified to serve in the kingdom. And they was to eat the food and wine the king prepared for them. But Daniel, Shadrach, and Meshach, and Abednego, they refused. Because uh, what was prepared for them, that's what in that culture. Where they was from, you got to understand this. Where they were from, they was Jewish people. Jews didn't eat certain things. They already know that, uh, you know, I don't know if they were serving pork or what they were serving. They knew right then. They said, nah, I'm going to hold off on that because I know that ain't for me. And by them coming, you know, like they serve God and they believe in keeping their bodies trained, keeping their body in a not being polluted. And we have to understand that, like you said, keeping our mind on God, we got to understand that stuff. We got to know, okay, watch this. What did they say they wanted to eat? Vegetables and what? Water. They didn't say Dr. Pepper. They didn't say Coke. They didn't, they didn't say no juice. They said vegetables and water. Can, can I get a witness? Now, watch this. Now, all of us go out, drink, eat whatever we want, whatever it might be, how you do it, whatever, whatever. But then all of a sudden, when you do it, you look back and you be like, uh-oh, Doc, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Your blood pressure. What's wrong with me? Your sugar level ain't right. Because why? You're going to indulge in something that you don't supposed to be indulging in. What did I tell you about that wine? It was okay to share a glass of wine. But when the problem is, you got to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They come out of Judah. They come out of a place called praise. They come out of a place to where they really serve God and they fear God and they knew that, God, I need you in every aspect of my life. Y'all don't get that. Every. See, here's the problem. I'm, I'm going to try to stay on this, y'all, but a lot of times, a lot of times I go away from my notes. But here's the problem. When we talk about standing God in every aspect of our life, here, 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 here go what we want from God. Being honest, here go what we want from God. God, I, I, I want you to, you know, fix this. Uh, my money ain't right. You know, God, I, I need a car. God, you know, this, that, and this. But what about the point when you say, God, I just want to be healthy. I, I, I just want to be healthy. I just want to wake up and feel good. Anybody ever pray that? I just want to wake up and feel good. God, I want to be able to, not to, not when I get 80 start praying that prayer. I'm talking about right now, 47. God, I just want to feel good. God, I want to wake up. My feet don't hurt. God, I want to be able to stand up. My knees ain't popping. God, I want to live a long and prosperous life and being healthy during the same time. But watch this. We'll pray, God, give me a house. We'll pray, God, give me a car. But the same God that can do that is the same God that can teach you how to eat right. So I want y'all to get this. Somebody, somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, keep your mind on God. Keep your mind on God because we got to understand that, that they come out of a foreign land. Watch this. Watch this. They come out of Judah. They in a whole nother place, a whole nother set. And, and, and y'all know how we do it. Now, now they offer them wine. And I don't know what kind of meat it was. I'm going to say pork. 
I don't say pork. I know, you know, we don't supposed to eat pork. We know we're going to eat them ribs, and, and we're going to eat the hot dogs, and we're going to eat all this barbecue and all this, right? And so they come out of Judah. And so now we're in a whole other territory. That's just like me, all right? I, I stay in Forest City, but if I go somewhere out Texas, don't nobody know me. I want y'all to get this thing right here. Don't nobody know me. Ain't too many people, I probably know about five people stay in Texas. So they could have said, okay, we, we over here don't nobody know us. They talking about, they going to give us wine. Don't go, they they going to give us this food. And, and, and the reason why I'm saying this is because, like I said, my, my, my subjects keep your mind on God. And they could have easily just said, I'm going to indulge in this food. I'm going to enjoy because nobody back in Fall City, no Chad in Texas. And see, some of us, you know, I'm, I'm, can I be real? Some of us like that. You know, when, when we're behind the closed doors, Marcus, you know, we'll sit there and we'll say, well, they don't see me. They don't know me. I go over here, I, I, I might drink a little bit. I, I might just decide to get drunk today because they don't know me. They don't, they, they don't know me. I'm, I'm out of Judah. I'm over here in Babylon, and I'm going to just drink much wine as I want because those folk over there in Judah don't see me. But what was my contact? Keeping my mind on God because I'm telling y'all, in this day and age, the way the world is and the things they try to push on you, how they want, you know, watch this. Ah. I'm mad at no homosexual. Y'all look at me, y'all look at me, y'all look at me, y'all look at me. I'm not mad at none of them. I'm not mad at a drug addict. I'm not mad at none of that. Because why? Because I got to love everybody. Y'all get this. God, I got to love everybody. Because in order for me to make it to heaven, I don't care what form, what shape you might come through the door. I still got to like you. I still got I still got to like you. So the problem that I have with folk like that is the sin that they do. It's the sin, not the person. It's the sin. And, 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 and how I keep my mind on Jesus by watching TV and stuff like that and don't let people push stuff on me, just like they were trying to push the wine and stuff on uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Benigo, and Daniel. They kept their mind on God. So as people try to push all this stuff on us, we got to keep our mind on God. I, I told you, I'm going to get Monica one day to understand. She might well let me just keep it. But by us keeping our mind on God, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they didn't indulge in, in that stuff, and, and they wasn't worried about being behind closed doors, because y'all know, can I be real? And that's what I like about preaching. I don't like sugarcoating nothing. I want y'all to understand, I'm a reverend, but I'm in the flesh. I'm a reverend, but guess what? I go through things. I'm a reverend, I got a family. Y'all missed it. Miss I got family. I got kids. I got grandkids. That donor, that donor zips us, Pastor. That don't exempt us from going through. And, and watch this. That, and and, and we're going to get mad. And, and, and my pastor preached the other day, everybody can't see your humanity. If I'm saying that word right. What is Lynette? I don't see Lynette. If I'm saying that right, everybody can't see everything about you. 
I'm going to get there. I ain't going to try to get ahead, but let me move on. But as they was going and they was keeping their mind on God, this is why I chose this, because as you go through this world, as you go through things, there's so much going on. And, and, uh, I, I, I told myself I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it. As I can't stand this political party on both sides. I don't care. I don't care. You know, I'm just sorry because I'm one of the ones that by being saved, I believe that we have to see. Look, watch this. As I see a drug addict, as I see an alcoholic, as I see somebody in need, I got to go to them. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. This is why, this is why I, I have a problem, and I pray every day when I get up, Lord, touch, touch, touch the leaders of our country. Lord, touch, touch all of them, Lord. Lord, give them an ear to where they can hear from you because, Lord, some of the stuff that we're going through right now, Lord, make them move themselves out of the way so they can see the people that's hurting and going through. Because watch this. No matter if you're black or white, Mexican, Puerto Rican, or whatever, my job as a Christian it's trying to what? Save them. Ah, ah, that's why I tell people this political stuff. And, and, and I see, God Almighty, I, I wish I, I could tell y'all, go read the whole chapter of Deuteronomy. I, I love Deuteronomy because God tried to establish something, didn't he? Whoo, boy, if y'all only knew what God had for us in the book of Deuteronomy, some of y'all wouldn't even have to go to work. Whoo, God Almighty. Mm, you wouldn't even have to go to work because why? God wanted so, watch this, watch this, that your great, 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 great granddaddy stuff, God Almighty, will come all the way to you. Y'all know how much that is? Y'all know how much land and wealth that will be if that generational, what God said. He said, all I need you to do is take care of the land. Live right. Do what I ask you to do. Keep your mind on me. And that's what will happen. Well, let me go on. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. But, but understand, when, when, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel, when they sat there and watch this, they were sitting there and they told them, no, we're not going to do this. We're not going to eat this. This is what we want. Challenge me. Challenge me. Sometimes you got to challenge yourself, church. You got to challenge yourself. You got to say, this week, I'm going to live right. I'm going to do better. Watch this. I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost for every week. God Almighty, I tell myself I'm going to do better. Y'all got to understand this. Because the more you live and the more you walk with Christ, God, he trimmed you. You know, like when they say the word is like a double-edged sword. God Almighty, I've been saved for so many years, my sister. I've been saved for a long time. It seems like every year God says, he takes something off of me. Good God Almighty, he makes me stronger. He'll strip something off you and just make you a little more stronger so you can stand when the enemy comes in. And that's what uh, Daniel and his crew was doing. They were standing because watch this. And, and watch this, and, and I'm going over to the next lesson. I'm trying to go over this, but I can't. I might want to throw it away. I'm going over to the next one. If you're going over in chapter 2, where now the thing is, how they watch this, how they keep their mind on Christ. Now Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel, they always get ready to be killed because the king had dreamed a dream. King Nebuchadnezzar had dreamed a dream, and now he needed somebody to interpret this thing. He was so mad, he couldn't understand what the dream was about. So he said, all right, he called all the sorcerers, all the enchanted people, all them people that could kind of, uh, I call them witchcraft people, try to, try to interpret the dream. Couldn't none of them do it. 
But then, okay, after Daniel heard that they was coming after them, going to kill him, he asked the chief guy, he said, wait a minute. <laughs> what, what's wrong? What's going on? Why y'all, why y'all looking to kill us? Why y'all, why y'all coming to get us? And, and he said, well, because there's nobody that can interpret the dream that the king had. And so about that time, he, he said, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Like, can, I, can I go holler? Can, 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 can I take it out of the Bible text and put it in my turn? Can I go holler at the king for a minute? Can, can, I, can I go have a word with him, conversation with him just for a little bit? So he, he went to have a conversation with the king. He said, if you will just give me a little time so I can give the interpretation and bring back to you. I hope y'all got that. I hope it didn't go over your head. He said, just give me a little time. Now I'm going to put a pen in it right there. Okay, guys, understand this. And I'm going to get back to that. When things hit in life, you got to be able to spend time with God. God Almighty. So real. Watch this. I've been in church for a while. But the most important thing in the last couple years that has helped Reverend Chad Watkins is my devotional time in the morning. Do I got any devotional people that read and and pray in the morning? I got anybody in here? Let let me tell you something. Baby, that's that's the best thing ever happened to me. Can I say it like that's money? That's money. Because what it does is when I I get up, you know, I don't even tell my wife good morning. When I get up, I get my clothes on, I go in the next room, I sit down at my desk, I open my Bible, and whatever God laid before me to read, I read, and and, and I I get something. And then after that, I spend about 10 to 15 minutes in prayer. Y'all got to understand this. Y'all got to understand. What's the topic? Keep your mind on Christ. So before I even start my day, Lord, I need to put my mind on you. Because I don't know what kind of, can I be real? I don't know what kind of hell I might go through today. And I, I don't I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of situation that I might face some kind of adversity that might trip me up along the way that might make me get mad and watch this some people ain't never seen me mad but if some people see me mad they'd be like that dude crazy because I don't get mad it takes a lot to get me mad but but that's the thing that's why that's why when I get up in the morning I spend time with it. And, and, and on Fridays, it's crazy things, Pastor. On Fridays, sometimes I call it just me and God having a conversation while I roll up in my little roller chair and I just sit there and talk to him, just like I'm talking to y'all. Because, God, I, I need, I don't know about y'all, but, God, I need him every day. I need him every day. Watch this, man. Some days I don't even know what kind of way Monica might come through the door. Y'all look at me right tonight. And it's the same way with Monica. She don't know what way Chad might come through that door. So guess what? Sometimes that little conversation will allow me to be able to see my spouse before she even comes through the door and know she's broken in some type of way. Oh, y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. Missed that. That's, that's why devo- devotion is so important. That's why I like even your kids. I, I'm on my prayers every day. Lord, touch my kid. Have mercy on my kids. Forgive my kids. And watch this. One reason, and you got to understand when you, you ask God for forgiveness because when you, when you go back and read this lesson, when, when Daniel goes, rushed to the house after he going to told the, the head uh, guy, look, I, I'm going to go over here and pray. I'm going to go over here and figure this thing out. I got to go. Be, give me a little time. Just go over here and figure this out. So he rushed back home. 
And he told them, he said, all right, Shadrach, and I'm going to put it in my own words. Y'all go back and read it. I promise you it'll line up. He said, hold on. We, we, hey, let's, we got to pray. Let's ask God for mercy. We got to ask mercy because, you know, they talking about killing us and blah, blah, this and blah, blah. But we need God to reveal this interpretation to us so we won't be killed just like all the other people. He said, have mercy. God, have mercy. Have mercy. Before he even asked God to give him interpretation, he said, Lord, have mercy. Watch this. Wonder why in the world did he ask to have mercy, and I, which I know they didn't want to be killed, but why didn't he just go ahead, Pastor Chapel, and say, Lord, I need that interpretation? It's because a lot of us forget that we, gonna, we sin, God Almighty, on a daily basis. You might not even know. You might not even know you're going to sin. But that's why we have to ask God for mercy every day because, watch this, what they was figuring, maybe I just did something wrong. Maybe I didn't treat somebody the right way that I should treat it. So now that they, Lord, you're you going to allow me to die because something that I've done, but I, I want to make this right. Y'all looking at me funny. That's why you got to tell God every day, Lord, help me. Teach me. Cover me. Equip me. You don't know how that boss man going to be that day. God Almighty, can I be real with y'all? Just a couple of weeks, I was ready to walk off my job. Come on, somebody. But it took God to say, okay, Chad, come down. Let's get this together. And so when they went and they prayed, Chad, Meshach, and Benigot, and Daniel, they prayed. They went and they prayed to God. And, and, and God, uh, about that time, they asked them for interpretation so that they won't be killed alone. And look, they prayed for the other folk. That's something I always do. And the crazy thing is, the crazy relationship sometimes I have with my boss lady, crazy. Some of y'all got some bosses. I know I understand. I pray for her every morning. Every morning. See, that's why we got to keep our mind on God. You got to just pray for people. Because guess what? You know what? I hope somebody praying for me. Why? You know why? You know why, why, why pops? Because sometimes Chad can't see some of the stuff Chad do. Oh, look how y'all looking at me. Y'all might not see some of the stink that y'all do. Oh, I can't say that word. I can't say that. You, you just don't see some of the stuff you do. But watch this. You hope that somebody's spiritual enough that around you that see your mishaps and see all the junk that you do and just say, Lord, touch them. Because I tell y'all, I'm not the perfect person. Just listen. And, I'm going to stop right here. Listen, just because I'm saved and I'm a reverend don't mean that I'm perfect. And, and here's the thing that happened, and, and I, I think this is why God is shifting some stuff now, and, and church is kind of changing, but it's up to us, Pastor, to make sure that they get it because we're called to teach. We're called to equip and to, and to get people in position to stand. But you got to understand this. We, we as pastors and stuff, a lot of times, you know, when somebody do something, and next thing you know, they fall, and next thing you know, they're hurting, and, and guess what we do? And especially, y'all know how we are. We'll put weight on all kind of sin. If you're a drunk in the street, you ain't no good. You're a prostitute, you just ain't no good. You're a drug, you're a drug dealer, drug, you just ain't no good. That's just it. You got a foul mouth, you just ain't no good. The, the craziest thing, though, in church that if you've been saved a long time, watch this, and you fall and mess up, you just ain't no good. 
Y'all are looking at me like I'm funny, but you let somebody in here and you go to church with them a long time, Pastor, and they do something that's so bad and devastating. You know the first thing they do? They condemn them. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about, did you hear about Bill over there? He was in, he was over there in Susan's house, and they've been having a fire for a long time. This man, watch this, I want y'all to get it. Sometimes it'll be a man that has served in church a long time. Done way, done great. Not only that, invested a lot of money in the church. But soon, as he mess up, y'all got to understand, I'm not condoning sin, but I'm trying to get y'all to keep your mind on God. As soon as he mess up, next thing you know, don't nobody pray for him. They condemn him. He shouldn't have did that. I can't believe he did it. Then you have one of those smart ones. Oh, I seen him coming a mile away the way he used to smile at everybody and this and that. Well, was you praying for him when he was smiling and looking at See what I'm talking about? Was you you praying then when he was ready? You already seen that there was a chance that he might do that. Did you have a conversation with him? See what I'm saying? But see, that's why you got to pass the chapel. God Almighty. And he'll tell you, whoo. He can't tell y'all all the conversations he's going to have with his members and stuff because if he did, you know, he probably wouldn't have a church. But that's why there's pastors called because there's sometimes that people go to him and they'll pull in. And, 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 and that's why, and I'm about to wrap this thing up, and that's why we got to make sure our circle tight. Mm. We got to make sure that circle tight. I don't care what y'all say. You know, I'm looking at Tasha and I'm looking at Marcus right now. You know, I see where y'all trying to go and I know what y'all going to do. And it's going to be done. But, but I can say that because y'all, we friends. But uh, that circle got to be so close. Right now, my ace is my wife. You know, that's, that's, that's my road. You know, we 20-something deep. So that's, she, she know, <laughs> look, she going to see the, the mad chat, which, like, people tell you, the mad chat. Quiet people, can I use you, Tyler? Can I use you? You ain't no get mad and say, you know, because if you'll be around me, I'm going to use you if I know you real good. Like when, when, when your son, you tell him don't be on that phone at 2 o'clock in the morning, he was on that phone, and all you know, you found a hammer, and then you found the phone. But, but, but the thing is, if you know Tyvin, Tyvin like me, it take a lot to get us mad. But during that point, guess what? He, he was at a point. But see, you got to have a circle. Watch this. You know, I'm about to close this thing up. That's why I'm saying keep your mind on Christ. Because your circle got to be so tight that people, some of your circle have only seen a certain side of you that nobody else can see, that nobody else will condemn you. Ooh. Because why? I said everybody have a bad day. Everybody. Everybody, stop faking it like Christian people are so perfect. Ah, mighty. You know what, what, what benefits us? We got a perfect God. An almighty and an all-powerful, an all-wise God that look beyond your mishaps. Ooh, God, mighty. I can run on that one. Look beyond all my faults, all that junk that I used to. Even when I got saved and I was still hiding behind that and I was still Michelobes and I was still, you know, I was still trying to, trying to peep, you know, but guess what? That almighty and powerful guy, guess what? He was trimming me. God almighty. Somebody said, if you just stay on this trail just a little while longer. Y'all know say, if I just hold on, we got song just a little while longer. 
God's going to give me the victory because why? I'm holding on to his everlasting hand. My God, my God. I'm walking with him. I'm talking with him. I'm spending time with him. I'm keeping my mind on him. And then I look around and I see that, ah, you can't be in my circle. Nah, you gossip too much. I already seen you. I, I peeped you from my, you can't be in my circle because, you know, you, you don't have an active prayer life. I ain't, you ain't never called me and said you all right when 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 I was just at home and and you just thought about me. I need folk like that in my circle that that see that Chad walking a little crooked today. He he can't be the same Chad that he was yesterday. So I just need to send up some timber for him that make sure that he gonna be. That's the circle I need. God Almighty, watch this. I'm gonna tell y'all something. When you in the right place and you got the right circle, y'all gotta. I'm telling you, I'm trying to help y'all keep y'all mind on Christ because when you got people around you, watch this, good folk, when they prosper, you prosper. Y'all don't understand this because, look, listen, one thing that I hate is complaining folk. Listen, I know, I used to complain, but the more I got in Christ, the more I going to see this guy right here. The one that had a baby with four months of school left in high school. Didn't know. I didn't know nothing about college. I didn't know nothing about trying to be a daddy. I didn't know nothing about trying to raise a family. All I knew, I had a baby on the way. But the one thing that was so important that when I, when I met God, when I, when, I, when I met my ace, God Almighty, when I met the man that took me by the hand and just said, if you would just walk with me. Mm. Talk with me. Let me be a light amongst your path. And every step you take, I'm going to take two of them. God, y'all don't understand that. And he showed me. I I prayed for over so many 20 odd years of being saved at the age of 23. I just kept on trusting. Not saying that I was right. Not saying that when I was in church and I sung in the choir that I was... I was so sanctified. I can't, I can't say that. I can't, I can't say I was the best thing, Marcus, but, but by walking with him. God, why? y'all got to understand it. I'm about to take my seat. But the more, watch this, the word of God say the way to perfection is to strive. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, and I wish I had time. I'd read some more. But if you go back and read, when, when God gave Daniel the interpretation, the vision to go back and tell the king, you know, oh, I'm going to read it anyway. He said, praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom, hmm, power are his. He changed time, Ooh. season. He disposed kings and raised up others. See, I don't understand when Nebuchadnezzar, when he gave the interpretation and when he told him what that interpretation was about that calf it would be destroyed and it was going to be another king that be raised up and you know who that king was going to be going to be our lord and savior who jesus christ all right so he should have knew right then okay i'm gonna follow christ but guess what y'all know how we get we love the flesh don't we'll stay out there in the world but let me keep reading and he gave wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the dis- knowledge to discern somebody said thank you god for discernment Thank you. I appreciate you guys for the sermon. I know those people that's talking about me, you know, even though I don't hear them, I, I just feel it in the spirit. And God lets me know, just say, just wave, smile, and keep walking. But I'm going to let me keep reading. And he reveals deep and hidden things. God Almighty, he reveals deep and hidden things. That's where that devotional time comes in. And he knows what lies in darkness. Woo! See, y'all got to understand, you know, sometimes we'll go, well, got to be like, turn around. Don't go down there. Don't date him. 
I'll stay with him. I'll stay with her. Just because they're nice, just because they're treating you right. And then guess what we'll do? We'll go over here to this person just because they look good, smell good, and walk good. And then we got to deal with it. Let me keep reading. All right. Then it says, and light dwells with him. Thanks and praise you, God, of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what uh, to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. So in other words, the whole time, and I'm about to take my seat, the whole time that he gave Daniel the interpretation, I just believe that he gave him more. Because if you'll go in and read, Pastor Chapel, when they were, the story of when they was in the uh, fiery furnace, when they got thrown in there, why did, why, why they got thrown in there? Because they wanted them to bow down to the what? The, the God, that image, that image. But, but when God gave them, said, I'm going to give you all wisdom. And I'm going to tell you what lies in darkness. So God already going to tell them, that statue ain't worth a hill of beans. And so he said, I'm going to give you all power. So at the same time, they would tell them when they blow, do all this and that, bow down. Them guys said, uh-uh. Now, I already know the goodness of it. Anybody here know the goodness of the Lord? Yeah. And they guys said, no, bow down. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Listen, I've been in church too long to bow down to some of that junk that's in the world. I don't know about y'all. There's too much going on out there for me to run back out there and join because God has been so good to me. God, I'm he's been so good. What they say, I just can't tell it all. Woo! And that's how I know that God revealed him. Because even going down to chapter 6, when he went to the lion's den, God Almighty. Daniel said, what I say? My devotion is important. Y'all, y'all, if y'all call me around by 5, about 10 to 5 to 5.30, don't, I'm not answering the phone. That's my devotional time. That's in the morning. Don't, you know, before I go to work, I'm not answering the phone. I, I might call you back or text you after that little bit of time right there. But for that hour up till I leave, you know, I, I, uh, it's important. Because why? I want to make sure my son, the Trey right there, I forgot to announce my son right there. My son back there in the back, that's Trey. I want to make sure Trey all right. I, I want to make sure Keelan all right. I want to make sure my mom and daddy's bodies are healed. Y'all, y'all ain't getting this. I want, I want to make sure my family's doing all right. I want, I want, I even, and watch this, Pastor, after I, Woo. Y'all got to understand, when, when prayer get good to you, God Almighty, you just start rolling. Because that relationship, that communication with God, it gets so good. I, I just start going on down the family line. I'm like, I want you to touch my nieces. And, and not only that, I, I don't just say nieces. I start calling out, God, I want you to understand what I'm really saying. Touch my nieces. You know, touch Deshae. Touch Ashley. Touch Gabriel. You know, touch Keshana. I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what's going on in their house. But, Lord, you know, God, why? Because he sits high and what? He looks low down on us. And that's why I pray. That's why I have that devotional time. And that's why I keep my mind on him like uh, Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Because why? I need him. And church, I'm done. At this day and age, if you don't keep God close, the way this world going, and I know some of y'all, 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 y'all might be political, but I'm sorry, that just ain't me. And I always tell people this way. Diversity is diversity. You like something, I don't like something, that's the way. But guess what? We, at one thing, what we do, we love each other. But that's why I, I look at things, the way the world going. Seems like they're trying to shape us. They're trying to push the Christians over here. But you know what's crazy? Somewhere along the line, I know they know about God. I, I just believe, I just believe that God lets everybody know about him before you check out of here. I'm crazy enough to believe that. 
And so that's why we got to keep our mind on God, because just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel, all the stuff they went through, being thrown in the lion's den, fiery furnace, many times they compromised, did they? They never compromised. I'm here to tell you, don't compromise with the world. And, and watch this. One, one more parent said, don't compromise with your kids. <laughs> Try to tell you, I love him, but he knows daddy and mama got a standard. And, you know, we, we, we love them. Guess what? Do we know our kids going to make mistakes? Yes, we know they're going to make mistakes. Guess what? Your kid got to live. My mama told me, said, you know, I got to give you enough rope to see if you're going to hang yourself. <laughs> told me that. What, what does she mean by that? I got to allow. Now, watch this. I got to allow you to be able to walk and to understand this world. As you walk and understand this world, watch this, watch this. I'm praying, though. Prayers of the righteous men. So, Ty, as your boys get older, watch this, Ty, and start acting like Ty at age 22. Age 23. And you wonder, why? I trained them up. I taught them right. But, Ty, you forgetting one important key. They got your DNA. Got them out. Watch this. Watch this. Y'all walk with me a little bit. And you got to understand that we set ourselves up for what? Blessings and curses. So I tell people, you got to understand, when you walking and doing certain things, guess what? You setting your family up for blessings and curses. Watch this. And it's not the curses where it's just going to kill your kid, but understand that DNA. Watch this. That you do. That same stuff. God going to say, okay, I'm going to let it fall down on him. And it's called what? Generation what? And now watch this. It's up to us to be able to see the where we come from. Watch this. When, when I used to drink Nicolos, and when I used to try to, I, I never smoked weed, but I tried weed and I went to sleep, so I just knew it wasn't for me. But I tried other things. And, and so when I see my kids doing certain things, that's when I got to go before God and say, God, I know. I know, God. I need you, God, to intervene on my behalf. Because why? I don't have the power that God has to bring my kid back from the situation they get in. Watch this. You might be a little promiscuous out there in the streets. You might have went with Susie. You might have went with Darlene. You might have talked to Pram. And, 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 but guess what? God, I don't need my son. I don't need my daughter going out there sleeping with every man that she sees. Oh, y'all watch. Y'all, y'all, see, I can't tell everybody's path. I'm not trying to put everybody on front street. But that's why we got to pray. That's why we got to keep God close. And keep God on our mind. I'm done. I'm done. But my main thing is today that y'all keep God close, keep him close, and, and find a, a devotional time. It might not, you might not be a morning person, but I say in the afternoon before you go to bed, find you some quality time with God. Why? Protect your family. You might be the only preacher in your house. Protect your family. And I'm going to say this, and, and, and if you're looking for a devotional, I'm not here trying to sell my pastor's book, but... If you, if you need a real good devotional, uh, last book was a bestseller. And she just released another. It's called, it's called Good Morning Beloved. And what the most umpteen people I've seen, they said it's really good. Her name is Dr. Kimberly Moore. You can go in there. You can look up her website and just look for that book. It's a real good book. But I just tell y'all, just, just keep God close. And I'm not sure y'all to stand. You want me to get off the call? I'm well over my time. I got to get y'all out of here. At this time, I just, I just want y'all to understand that God, God loves you. He loves you. 
Who knows? Everything's about you. That's why you were created. And if you read, uh, I can't think of the chapter, but it says you was, we was all perfect, knitted together in the womb. So that means God didn't make no mistake. Never. And things happen. Don't let people say God made a mistake. God don't make mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. So I just want to say, if there's anybody here that need prayer, need prayer. I don't care what you're going through. It could be, you know, Lord, I, 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 I just, I heard a man preach come to the altar the other night. The altar is for everybody, not for just the unsaved, and, and, and it's for the uh, to save folks as well. Whatever you might be going through, if you want to come, if you want to stand. Right here, and watch this, watch this. Don't think because you're in the gym that this ain't holy ground. The Bible says everywhere your feet tread upon the ground is what? Holy ground. Holy ground. Holy ground. When you say sanctified, everywhere your feet walk is holy God. Holy ground for God are dangerous. So I'm not sure if you have any prayer requests, anything that you might want to come and lay before God. I you could be fighting something. You could be going through. It could be a personal battle. Whatever it might be, if you want to come to the altar, come on. Come on. Never be ashamed. Never be ashamed. Because I'm telling you, you can go home and, and, and things might not be arrayed, but you'd be like, Lord, I should have went to the altar. Don't do that. Don't be ashamed. If you have something you want to come to the altar for, come on. Come on. And if you're not saved, and you just say, Lord, I just want a closer walk with you. I I just want to be closer, Lord. I just want a closer walk. I just, I just want to be able to, to trust you more, God, with my life and with, with everything that I'm doing. If, if that's you, come on. Come on to the altar. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless, Lord. Bless, Lord. Yes, Lord, every minute. Yes, if there's nobody else, then I ask you just to close your eyes and bow your head. And if you will, as the person came forward, be in prayer for them. Just whisper a prayer. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come right now, Lord, just to tell you thank you. Thank you, Lord, for being with us. Thank you, Lord, for speaking with us today, O Heavenly Father. Lord, we just ask right now, Heavenly Father, Lord, you know each and every one of our heart's desires, O Heavenly Father. You know our struggles, O Heavenly Father. You know our strengths. You know our weaknesses, O Heavenly Father. Lord, I just ask, O Heavenly Father, you touching each and every one that's under the sound of my voice, O Heavenly Father. I ask you to touch, O Heavenly Father, in a special way, O Heavenly Father. Let them know, O Heavenly Father, that you'll never leave them nor forsake them, O Heavenly Father. That you're a God that would always be by our side, O Heavenly Father. And Lord, we thank you right now, O Heavenly Father. Thank you, O Heavenly Father, for just being a hero, O Heavenly Father. 
Father. Thank you for being a redeemer, oh Heavenly Father. Thank you for restoring some of the stuff that we lost along the way just because we went about things our way and not being led by you, God. So we thank you, oh Heavenly Father, for restoring some of the stuff that we lost, oh Heavenly Father. And Lord, we thank you right now, oh Heavenly Father, for what you're going to do and what you're about to do in each and every one of our lives, oh Heavenly Father. Lord, there's nothing too hard that you cannot do, oh Heavenly Father. All we got to do, oh Heavenly Father, is just continue to trust and depend on you, oh Heavenly Father. And Lord, as I stand with my father-in-law, oh Heavenly Father. Lord, you know his heart's desire, oh, Heavenly Father. You know what, he, what he's going through, oh, Heavenly Father. Oh, Heavenly Father, I ask you for strength right now, oh, Heavenly Father. I ask you for guidance right now, oh, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, I ask, oh, Heavenly Father, you continue to give him the wisdom and knowledge he needs, oh, Heavenly Father, to be the man that he's trying to be, oh, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, thank you, oh, Heavenly Father, for letting him be even the father that he is right now, oh, Heavenly Father. We thank you, oh, Heavenly Father, for strengthening him, healing him, oh, Heavenly Father, in the way that you see fit, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, I even ask that you be a light on his path, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, just continue to bless him in a special way, oh, Heavenly Father. Then even give him strength right now, oh, Heavenly Father, as he take care of his mother, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, strengthen him from the top of his head to the sole of his feet, oh, Heavenly Father, like never before, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, I pray, oh, Heavenly Father, that even when he go home today, oh, Heavenly Father, he'll feel a newness, oh, Heavenly Father. He'll even feel restricted, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, he won't feel like the same old Curtis, oh, Heavenly Father, but he'll feel a newness about himself, oh, Heavenly Heavenly Father. And Lord, I pray right now, if it's anybody else, oh Heavenly Father, that needs strength, oh Heavenly Father, if it's anybody else that need their mind regulated, oh Heavenly Father, that might even have a sense of depression, oh Heavenly Father, we bind it right now in the mighty name of, uh, in the name of Jesus, oh Heavenly Father. We bind it right now, oh Heavenly Father. And oh Lord, we cast it back to the pits, oh Heavenly Father, where it belongs, oh Heavenly Father. And Lord, I ask for peace right now, oh Heavenly Father. I ask for peace, oh, Heavenly Father. And right now, oh, Heavenly Father, I, I, I feel that somebody just need their joy restored, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, I ask you to restore their joy, oh, Heavenly Father. Let them know it's all right to smile. Let them know it's all right, oh, Heavenly Father, to lift their head up, oh, Heavenly Father. I don't care what the circumstances might be in, oh, Heavenly Father. I don't care what they went through, oh, Heavenly Father. But you are a forgiving God, oh, Heavenly Father. You are a merciful God, oh, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, we say thank you right now, oh, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, I ask, oh, Heavenly Father, you just continue to be with us, oh, Heavenly Father. Continue to lead, guide, and direct, oh, Heavenly Father. Lord, we ask these things in your holy name, oh, Heavenly Father. In Jesus Christ's name, I say, we do pray. Let us all say amen, amen. and amen.